your life going? Could you use some improvement somewhere? Typically, we could all use a little push, guidance, and transformation. Welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. In this enlightening hour, you'll hear from experts to help you get to that next level. Are you ready to have some fun and get motivated? Here is your host, Dr. Faith Brown. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome, 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 all of you from the East Coast to the West Coast and from around the world. Welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with me, your host, Dr. Faith Brown. You don't know what it means to me to have you join us today and to have had your support over the last five to six weeks. It's been a wonderful, wonderful journey bringing you information that can help ignite healing in all of our relationships. You guys have been um, a wonderful audience and a wonderful wonderful support. So thank you for all of your letters. Thank you for all of your kind comments. We really appreciate it. And to all of our international listeners, thank you so much for being with us. We hope that um, we're able to share information that you can apply in your daily lives. And, you know, we're just really excited that we've been able to use this platform to talk about all different kinds of relationships. And uh, last week on the show, for all of you who joined us, we so appreciate it. (laughs) For last week, you heard us talk about sometimes some of the challenges uh, that relationships face, particularly when one or the other party has been dealing with some type of disorder. Dr. Jeff Gardier America's psychologist actually introduced the concept of some of the personality disorders, and we are really, really fortunate today to have a wonderful um, physician with us who will just explore that topic just a little deeper, expand it such, such that we can nosedive into it, understand it, and hopefully heal what ails us in that area and move forward. And joining us today is um, the lovely Dr. Bindu Babu. Good morning, Dr. Babu. Good morning, Dr. (laughs) Faith. And what an honor to be on your show and what a wonderful topic for both of us to discuss. I'm truly, truly happy. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I say the lovely Dr. Uh, Babu because your voice is so healing. I mean, it's right aligned with what you do. So thank you so much. Um, It just tells us that, you know, the stars are aligned. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Whomever walks into your sphere, you know, will be comforted and feel comfortable enough to um, allow the healing process to take place. So you guys, you know, I just want to tell you a little bit about this phenomenal woman uh, before we get started. Uh, Dr. Bindu is a certified assertiveness life coach who specializes in self-love, inner strength, and recovery from toxic relationships using the quantum medicinal approach for transformational healing. She's a well-sought-out motivational speaker from a lot of different venues, corporate, hospital, and educational um, events, including prestigious universities such as Harvard University, where she had the opportunity to speak at the Harvard for the National Symposium of Personal Development. Dr. Bindu is a medical physician who did her internship in New York and has a doctorate in natural medicine as well as her PhD in integrative medicine. 
<laughs> she's <laughs> she's trained in both allopathic and holistic medicinal modalities. Guys, I told you we were quite fortunate today. Um, she has her certifications in Reiki levels one, two, and advanced Reiki training, and is a certified Reiki master practitioner, where she incorporates her gift of intuition and energy healing work towards her clients' advancement for well-being. Uh, Dr. Bindu is also a certified past life regression therapist where she has successfully completed her professional training program through the Weiss Institute with Dr. Brian Weiss, MD, um, author of Many Lives and Many Masters, and Carol Weiss, MSW. Her sole purpose and journey, and this is pretty important, today is to passionately help others to find their own ultimate meaning in life. She herself has undergone many personal hurdles and unexpected traumatic challenges, which, of course, informs our work which has helped facilitate her to become the strong, motivated person she is today and is passionately dedicated to serving others. She is soon to be releasing her book, and hopefully she's going to talk a little bit about that without giving everything away. Mm -hmm. Um, The Love Within, A Journey of Your Soul to Promote Awareness, Especially for the Silent Sufferers to Bring Confidence, Hope, and light towards the belief in living a happy, invigorating, and meaningful life. Uh, Dr. Bindu has a well-established transformational life coaching practice in New York, and we will definitely give you information on how to contact her afterwards. She also incorporates her time towards her guided meditation and Reiki classes and workshops for adults and children, where she uh, thoroughly enjoys community outreach and mentorship to all who seeks to receive it. Wow. We are very fortunate to have you, Dr. Bindu. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, We will be talking about narcissism. Uh, Narcissism is a uh, personality disorder, and uh, Dr. Bindu, given the depth and scope of her practice, has seen quite a bit of this. Um, So before we nosedive into it, Dr. Bindu, will you just start us out by setting the foundation by telling us exactly what a toxic relationship is, and how do you know when you're actually in one? Well, you know, when we talk about a relationship in general, a healthy relationship, um, we always talk about two people who grow together. Um, they think about each other's interest in personal growth, their welfare. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a share of control um, yes. in the relationship, their decision-making, and especially the desire for each other's happiness. Um, and unfortunately, in a toxic relationship, you know, one of the partner's behaviors are um, it becomes very toxic to the other person where there's um, emotional abuse. Um, sometimes yeah. physically, you know, physical abuse, which are damage, damaging to their partner. You know, um, it's it's very selfish, um, self-centered, uh-huh. control-oriented, and you know, there's no growth with each other. It, it's more about it becomes very abusive, and you go into this cycle um, where it's very difficult to come out. You know, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. and relationships uh-huh. aren't meant to be like that. Relationships uh-huh. aren't meant to be like that. They're supposed to be happy, healthy, and you're growing an empire together, you know? <laughs> you are. Yeah, yeah, are. I like that. I yeah. like that. I like that. How can you tell particularly if you're in a narcissistic relationship? So when we discuss about narcissism, now that's um, a different boat altogether because you're talking about somebody who has um, a disorder, you know, and it's about them. It's mm-hmm. completely about them. And usually it's, you know, a narcissistic person is somebody who, you know, do, can't love themselves. You know, mm-hmm. if you can't love yourself, 
you can hardly give love to anybody else because you really don't understand right. love. You know, right. and what happens with these people is um, they're very insecure, and they use control of the other partner to uh, feed their ego. You know, a sense of entitlement. They need to be superior. They lack empathy. They're very manipulative, very controlling to gain what they need to gain. Um, they need always admiration. They're usually the light of the crowd when they walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, they love the attention. There's you know, very, very strong personality people and is very about them and their entitlement. Um, and unfortunately, they use their partner as a stepping stone for their development, for their wow. ego, for their confidence, and to kill their insecurities. You know, it's, wow. it's, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it's, it's almost like a well-planned cycle, you know. Wow. Um, yeah, initially they, you know, they they always look for somebody who's established, a woman who's established, because this is not, you know, this is one thing that a lot of people think about toxic relationships, and I really want to point this out is, you know, people think, oh, it must be the women who maybe not educated or come from a broken family or aren't established, but I, unfortunately that's not the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking wow. about very well-educated women, very independent financially, very independent in thinking, and they get sucked in by this narcissistic person wow. who shows them the world. Wow. There, there's a lot here to discuss, and believe yeah. it or not, we're going to be going to break soon. But yeah. before we go, I want us to just think about and uh, come back and advance this conversation around what makes this a disorder? Number one, because I think people need to know right. that, you know, people can have narcissistic traits without right. it actually being a disorder. And then right. secondly, um, how how we lean into this, you know, if, if does the narcissist even know he or she is a narcissist? And, um, <laughs> oh, and no, they don't. Three, you know, they, how to they, recognize there's that. There's nothing wrong with them, Dr. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> there's absolutely nothing wrong. The ownership. If of your actions does not exist in these people, unfortunately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's yeah. worth, I think, I think breaking that down a bit uh, for our audience to understand that there is a difference in having narcissistic traits versus yeah. having a narcissistic disorder, as well as how to recognize and tell if one is in a narcissistic relationship. And then, you know, when we're looking at that partner, what does that actually mean in terms of reflection of who we are? What are we attracted to Absolutely. in that personality type. So um, we're going to go to break and um, we will be uh, right back. Thank you guys so much for listening. You're tuning in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. And today, my very special guest, Dr. Bindu Babu. We thank you. Um, You guys hang in there. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. 
Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Good morning, everyone. For those of you who are just joining us, you're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with me, your host, Dr. Faith, and with my wonderful guest, Dr. Bindu Baibu. We are nosediving into uh, relationships today, particularly those who are sometimes challenged by personality disorders, and this one in particular, narcissism, (laughs) which, of course, um, (laughs) people, we can all be in some type of narcissistic relationship and not even realize it just simply because of the personality traits or the characteristics that go go along with identifying this particular disorder. So um, let me just ask you, uh, Dr. Bindu, before we go any further, is it possible to have certain narcissistic traits versus having the, the, the disorder? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean, um, a lot of times with having narcissistic traits, um, our functioning abilities or coping mechanisms, you know, to function. I mean, sometimes people like to be more in control to get things done. And mm-hmm. a lot of times they may be a little bit overbearing or imposing, but it's not as so much self-centered or selfish gain by hurting another individual for it or having disregard to the other individual and their feelings and their needs for your personal gain. Um, the traits are more about, you know, functioning purposes. And sometimes, you know, life isn't easy. People aren't easy. You know, we're not all perfect. But, you know, we function a certain manner. But with the disorder, it's, it's a different level, you know, Dr. Brown. It's, it's a level okay. where um, there's no understanding or concept of another person's feelings or what their needs are or, you know, um, how much we can control that person, even hurting them to feed our ego or to gain whatever we want to make ourselves confident. And that I'm talking about as an NPD disorder. Wow. Well, yeah. so one of the hallmarks then of narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder is the selfishness um, that plays out in a way that it may or may not harm the other person to soothe one's ego. Right, 
Right. The treat is, wow. you know, it's more about functioning and it may not be absolutely correct. I mean, we are, we're human beings. We're not perfect, but it's not, it's not harmful for the other person. It can be okay. overbearing. You know, it may cause issues, which is normal. I mean, relationships are like that. You have your ups, you have your downs, and you work it together to make progress. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. with uh, personality disorder, it's very me, 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 me. Um, you know, <laughs> and more me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know that's 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 the um, that's that's the problem. You know, you can't. It's the look at me mentality. Wow! You know? Wow! Okay, right. so so um, as a layperson, let's just take this as an example. As a layperson, right? I'm attracted to this handsome, handsome, handsome man, right? He's oh, quite yeah. quite gregarious, as you stated, when he walks into a room. You know, it kind of sucks the air out of the room in a very, you know, debonair, suave way. You know, oh, yes. so he, you know, his <laughs> personality is quite magnetizing. So, right. um, and. I might just be attracted to that, you know? So what is it about perhaps that personality type that, you know, what does that say about me? How do I get sucked in in such a way or mesmerized in such a way that I don't recognize, one, what is going on? And number two, before I know it, you know, I may be head over heels in love with this person and don't have a clue about what I'm getting into. Well, there's a there's a couple of factors behind it. I mean, you know, we we always we always have a set image of what our man's supposed to be, what we expect from them, and it's always drawing when we see a handsome man walking in with their whole debonair personality. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing you shotgun to. But there's also a, a sense of fine. We 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 go towards what we're attracted to, but okay. then it's the few stages after that where we have to question ourselves. Okay, we got okay. attracted, we got caught in the spider web, let's put it that mm-hmm. way, and mm-hmm. we start, we're over there, but why are we not moving ourselves from it when we see certain, ah. you know, traits about that person? And it has a lot to do with ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. Why do we give that power to somebody else for that control? Um, why is it that we feel that we're worth something our worth is based on the other person's magnetism. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's big. That's yeah, big. That's big. Talk why is about it that, that we only look at our worth that. based on somebody else's magnetism? Why do we feel that we need to stick around with that kind of criticism from somebody and believe in that? Because there's something about that that resonates with us, you know? Mm. And, and these are inner development that we need to do and Mm -hmm. fix and Mm -hmm. recognize Mm -hmm. for us not to repeat that. Right, right. And and would you say that um, it it resonates with us as women in particular, or is that more individual? Meaning, um, is there something in me as an individual that's like attracted to wanting to quote unquote fix the person? That we're so patient, we see um, we see this personality, you know, playing out. Right? We know it's right. not working in our favor. We know it's pretty harmful. We're hurt, you know, all the time. We recognize manipulation when we see it you stated we're not moving away from it is it because you know i think i can help like i I, it's not going to be this way always he's going to change what is it about you know me i'm using me as an example here just you know hypothetically why can't i move why can't i move away when i see you know uh something that's going awry why can't i just cross the street go you know what that's not for me 
Well, it, a lot of it is because we look at the potential in that person. <laughs> yeah, potential. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you dream up a potential like, well, he's so great or she. It's not even a gender issue. It works both ways. I can save this person and we can have this beautiful life that he originally or she originally showed me. Because narcissist, uh, an NPD person, they originally do this whole love bombing. It's, it's, okay. it's a term, love bombing. And they come to you with this magnetism and next, the flowers. The <laughs> bringing them out to the great Broadway shows. The, the wow. promises. The attention that you see, you know, in the Disney movies, unfortunately, to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. knight in shining armor. And mm-hmm. um, it just pulls you in where you're like this and, oh, the soulmate. This ah. is my soulmate. We connect. He gets me. He gives me everything in the world. And you get so drawn in this magical world. And then, wow. boom, carpet is taken under your feet, and you're standing there, and you're like, what just happened? Wow. 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 Does one ever recover? So once the carpet is snatched, do we, will we see any kind of snippets of those past promises? Or from that point on, is it all about... Uh, the person who has the disorder? Um, it, it doesn't stop there. See, what happens with this is you're so drawn in, and then the minute you you recognize the issues, and once the narcissist sees that you're trying to pull away, then comes the apologies, I'm sorry, and then comes the entire whole love bombing again. Oh, and the, the promises that it will change, the promises of look at the future we have, I love you, and all sorts of words that you need to hear because they can sense what you need. And wow. that makes them feel wonderful because they can control you. And they're getting what they want, and that feeds their ego and their confidence because they, they have such a wonderful control of this person who's completely independent, and now this independent person is on the floor because of that. Wow. Wow. It feeds their ego, and it's unfortunate, and the cycle continues. And unfortunately, you know, the other person, you know, they, they sit there and they look at the potential, and they love that love bombing, and they think of all the dreams and possibilities and the wonderful really Like, he was really good. He was great. He's so attentive to me. I can never find another person like him. This will pass. Wow. This he will promised. pass the hope. Wow. So it's this vicious cycle of seduction, manipulation, seduction, yes. manipulation, yes. hope. <laughs> and and, and hope. battering you, battering you emotionally with verbal. Like, like it's constant. What are you thinking? What are you doing? You're horrible. You're this. You're that. And it hits home of certain criticisms that you have by yourself about you. And when you feel there's something wrong with you, a slight, for example, let's say, oh, you're so overweight. No man would ever be with you or no woman would ever be with you. And when you feel like you're a bit overweight, you're going to believe that. Wow. Wow. So you you take that abuse. Wow. You're like, well, he's kind of right. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's horrible. Because you've heard it before. You've heard it before. Uh Right. It's horrible. And you because you don't love yourself enough to think beyond that. So you give wow. that power to that person and you accept that abuse and you stay there because the other ABC qualities that he's giving you, no man would ever do it for you because you're fat. Wow. And so it's is, very and, mental. 
And would a narcissistic uh, partner typically use that type of abusive language? Is I mean, is that are they really that blunt, that forthcoming with? Oh, they're very um, absolutely very blunt. It's quite worse. You'll hear all sorts of things, all sorts of things from sexual points, um, very degrading, very mentally challenging. Um, even issues that you may have personally with friends or family, well, you deserve that because you're A, B, C, D, or, wow. you know, you are dumb, or you are this, but I will take care of you. I just put up with you, okay. you know, and it, it becomes very mental where, you know, you as the partner lose yourself. You lose your self-worth. Yes. You lose your self-esteem. You feel like you're absolutely nothing, and this person is the only lifeline that you have. So you take the abuse and wow. the fear of the unknown. Wow. Does this also play out in the areas of affection as well? Would the narcissistic personality um, partner uh, withhold affection, or would he or she use affection as a manipulative tool? Well, of course, affection is the you know biggest thing because most people, like most codependent women or men seek validation from their partner um, in the sense of their worth. You know, they, they look at that person as, you know, they're giving me affection and that's why I'm worthy of it. Um, it's not, well, whatever I am, they just love me. It's I deserve it because I do this for him or I'm a horrible person I get and he overlooks that and gives me an excuse and wow. gives me that affection. And it's very mental, and they know it. The NPD person knows this. Mm-hmm. They know your weaknesses. They utilize that to control you. And you sit there, and when you get that affection, it's like you feel like it's tenfold than what it is. Wow. You, you think you des- you, you, you're not deserving, so you got this beautiful affection, and you hang on to it. And then, boom, they pull it away from you. Wow. And wow. you hit the floor and you don't know what you're doing. And, and then the minute you come to some realization, like, I can't do this anymore, um, that's when they come back at you. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No, I didn't mean that. Or, you know what? I love you. And then the flowers and the going out and then the Broadway shows and all this starts happening again. Wow. Because the seduction it's a control. All over again. And that feeds their ego. Wow. Because you're giving wow. the power of your life to somebody. Wow. Well, when we return, we're going to break for another commercial. This is um, a lot of good information, Dr. Babu. Um, (laughs) Again, because, you know, I think this affects a lot of people, a lot of relationships. So when we get back, like we're going to talk about some things that um, we can do to deal with a narcissistic partner. You guys hang in there with us. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith, where we seek to get real answers to real problems, eradicating all impediments, all barriers uh, to laughing loudly, loving deeply. Hang in there. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Welcome back, everyone, to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. Thank you so much for joining us. I tell you, Dr. Bindu Babu has... um, been inundating us with such great gems about how to identify when we are in a relationship uh, with a narcissistic partner. <laughs> um, I'm kind of bold over myself because, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a big proponent of romance, you know, and, and, and love and excitement. And um, it's very interesting to see uh, the, that these traits could actually, uh, you know, be, inform <laughs> inform right. a certain personality trait or personality disorder and but the difference would be when uh, when those traits are used more to harm and to feed one's ego uh, despite uh, the damage that that may or may not do to a partner it's a disorder that's quite uh, self-absorbed um, and 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 only thinking about oneself and one's ego. So thank you so much, Dr. Babu, for joining us. This, this is very, very interesting. So let me just ask you, because sure. now that, you know, I'm in love, caught up, and I've gone through this cycle of uh, seduction and abuse, seduction, seduct, I'm sorry, seduction and abuse, um, and now I'm sprawled out on the floor. I, I can't take it anymore. Uh, devalued. What, what do I do? <laughs> At that point, you know, I've just given up hope because, you know, heretofore I've been hopeful that things will change, that he will change. So now that I've just kind of decided, okay, no, we're at our wits end here. Nothing is going to change. What are some things a person can do to deal with a narcissistic partner? Well, one is, you know, recognizing, you know, recognizing what's going on and coming to acceptance that the person that you thought was the love of your life isn't really who he is or mm. who she is. Um, wow. It's very important to recognize that and accept it. That's the biggest problem because we see this whole, you know, dream world and then you, you see the nasty and then you're like, well, 
maybe he was just having a bad day. I mean, you will make a hundred excuses in your head to, you know, have the dream world again because it's like a drug. It's like an addiction. Mm. It's so good that it's too good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to kind of really understand that this is not what it is. You know, you have to mourn that potential that person had. You have to mourn what you thought it was, you know, and accept it. And you have to mourn the relationship and let it sounds, go. Sounds like one can be in denial for a very long time. It can be, absolutely. Because it's not only about the relationship, the most biggest factor is about your own personal thoughts of who you are and mm-hmm. how much you love yourself. You know, if wow. we are confident in our inner core and we know what we are and the truth of our value and what we feel is deserving. When we feel we are deserving, nothing can break that. You wow. don't give that power to somebody else because that power is yours. It's you. It's what you think about yourself that matters the most, not what that person thinks. So it's not just about relationship. This is about, you know, your daily lives with people and who you are as a person. So it's a lot of strengthening of your inner core, your inner beliefs of who you are, and then applying that of cutting the cord with your NPD partner. And first thing, no contact. And once you are able to establish that, then you can move forward in healing yourself and recovery and working on yourself and becoming the person that you're meant to be, that you deserve. Well, what is really interesting about what you're saying is you mentioned that early on in the relationship, the narcissistic personality is attracted to the independence of the other party. So right. the other party is very independent going on, you know, his or her merry way. And suddenly there is this, you know, attraction and uh, I dare say then chemical attraction and the right. two get together. It's really interesting how relationships, all kinds of relationships will begin to magnify uh, weaknesses in our own personalities, weaknesses or limitations in our own personalities, which is what you're saying that, right. you know, because we have begun to identify with um, this person who, who we perhaps think is the knight in shining armor, you know, that says something about me. And it's really interesting that um, because heretofore, if we have exercised a lot of independent um, decision making, it's been fairly independent, we've come to trust our judgment. In this particular case, our judgment may have been a little off because of some limitation in our own personality or in our lens as it relates to choosing a partner. Further, it seems that when we will sit down to have talks with perhaps girlfriends or guy friends, if they were to weigh in, we may get a little defensive if we're still in a denial stage. Would you say that that's probably true or not so much? Oh, no, absolutely. In fact, you won't even discuss this. What generally happens is you're so beaten down that you don't discuss this with anybody else because even your close friends, because it's not just a regular topic. This is about yourself because you know what you're doing to yourself. Mm. And mm-hmm. you're, there's, there's a whole portion of why am I allowing this to happen? How embarrassing is this? Wow. And I don't want anyone else to know that I'm doing this to myself or I'm even taking this kind of abuse from somebody else. It's bad enough that you feel terrible about you. you know. And besides the whole I don't want everybody to know that my relationship is terrible because we always try to protect ourselves in our relationships and our partner. 
also the factor you don't want anyone to think your partner is a horrendous person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is also a reflection of coming in terms with, hey, maybe this person doesn't love me. Wow. And wow. You can't, yeah, and that's, that's huge. That's huge. Because to think that you faltered that somebody didn't love you, yes, and then you gave yourself to that person in heart and yes. soul, is huge. Wow. And wow. when we discuss that openly to a third person, especially a friend who knows who you are, what you're about, it's almost like opening up this Pandora's box, you know, of, of all these emotions of actually facing it. Mm-hmm. So generally, mm-hmm. these women or men do not discuss these relationships. And they're always the silent sufferers. That's wow. what's very big about silent sufferers. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who take it. They're the ones who, you know, cannot imagine this happening to them. They're the ones who sit there and be like, no, this is not real. Because a lot of people are not aware about these relationships. Nowadays with my clients, a lot of them see because of the whole Google and so yes. much information, they, they sit there and they're like, wow, this is happening to another person? Wow. And wow. the exact cycle. It's like they must be talking about me. I hear it all the time. Yes. Yes. So unlike, uh, you know, abuse and domestic violence, you know, you can see that, right? There are those external physical uh, presentations of domestic abuse. But this is a silent sufferer, as you stated. You know, the scars are more internal. It's really fascinating. Yeah. So, so... So given the robustness of your office and the, you know, the clients that you've seen thus far, I know there are a lot of different um, approaches to healing. But before we get there, can you share with us what typically will finally bring someone into your office when they finally go, I've had enough, I need help? What are one or two things that uh, you typically hear the most in terms of, you know what, here is what I've been dealing with and it was time I, for, for me to seek help? The number one is um, I, I'm lost. Mm, lost. I, I'm lost. What an interesting, I, what an I don't interesting know way. what is happening. I can't function. Um, hurt. So much hurt. So much frustration. So much anger for themselves. Mm. Wow. And they can't concentrate. They can't function. They can't concentrate. They don't know what's going on. They're constantly thinking about their partner and what they're going to do next or how they can control and fix it. It's like they keep ruminating the same issues in their head over and over again where they can't even function anymore. Wow. Did, but, does in, is, is anyone brave enough or have the, have the words to even describe what lost means, how that feels? Yeah, they, mostly it's, I don't know who I am anymore. Wow. I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what's happening to me. And I cannot function. So this person who was once very independent, mm-hmm. uh, made and great, uh, had great judgment, apparently, right. in, in, in certain areas of his or her life, uh, right. was, for all intents and purposes, pretty successful uh, professionally. Uh-huh. Um, has suddenly, because of the cycle of seduction and abuse, has been broken uh, to the place of not knowing who they are. Yep. Like, and wondering, you know, how did I get here? Exactly. How did I get here? Why does this happen to me? I was such a good person to him. 
why would anyone treat me this way? No, hmm. And what's even better is these people usually have such a wonderful, you know, scenario around them. Their job loves them. They're very accomplished. Their family loves them. Very loved individuals, you know. Um, and unfortunate, they, they pick up this the one person that destroys them inside. And don't forget, it's not that person destroying them. It's allowing somebody to affect you in such a way where you lose yourself. Hmm. And again, validation comes along, um, insecurities, because unfortunately, they, the NPDs pitch your insecurity real hard where you, you believe it. So wow. you, you're just in a different transformation. Like, you're in a different world. So the, different generally when I see these people and they come into my office, they, they, this is like their last resort, and they just don't know what to do um, because it's not just about psychotherapy or just having depression, anxiety, and medications. It's, it's a lot more developed because they're just in complete shock, and they don't know how to let go. And it's also, don't forget, when they try to leave, these people pull them back. So it's with the promises and the loves and and all sorts of, you know, scenarios. And it's totally cutting the cord. And that's very difficult. Mm -hmm. So they need strength for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, when we return, (laughs) when we return, Dr. Bindu, we want to talk about how you pull these people back together (laughs) it sounds like by the time they get to your office they're in they could typically be in a million pieces so we know that you have some wonderful approaches to healing and we want to get into some of those um, when we get back hang hang in there with us guys Uh, you are listening to laughing loudly loving deeply with dr faith and dr bindu babu we'll be right back your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Welcome back, everyone. We are, we've been talking to Dr. Bindu Babu about being engaged, immersed into a very fascinating relationship with uh, a partner who has narcissism or has been diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. Quite a fascinating uh, topic. <laughs> so we <laughs> want to thank all of you for joining us. This is the platform where we hope to bring you uh real solutions for real problems. And before I go any farther, um, we're about to go into the recovery phase. But before we go into that, I'd like to just take a moment to thank Miss Angela Christie for the beautiful score that she has allowed us to um, use for this platform. It is definitely one that is soothing. So after this show, you guys go to iTunes, go to Amazon, pick up her album. That's Angela Christie. Um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful score and quite soothing, particularly for the topic that we are uh, endeavoring today, actually. <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Bindu, once these clients present into your office, they're in a million pieces. And right. I'm sure that it becomes sometimes uh, a very challenging road to pull them back together. But you being the expert you are, I'm sure you know the exact tool uh, one needs to... Um, to help get them on on their healing journey. So will you talk to us a little bit about what recovery looks like and the different approaches um, to this type of um, to this type of, of challenge? So what I generally focus on is the quantum medicinal approach of healing. Um, that's very, very combination of energy medicine as well as, you know, um, life coaching. and um, I combine, multitudes of these together and formulate depending on the client and where they are and what stage they are because it's the first is trusting themselves again, loving okay. themselves again. See, there's, there's a whole process of healing from what they've gone through and then there's a process of the healing of why they allow this and understanding mm. that concept and digging in to realize where this came from and how they can prevent this and become stronger for their next relationship or whatever they're going to face in their life. So it's a combination effort of like a a holistic approach of putting this all together because it's very self and internal work, very much so, very self and it's about body, mind and spirit. So what I generally do is I do a lot of life coaching approaches where we do a lot of transformational healing in regards to why did you feel that you need to be attached to this person for your self-worth? Or why was codependency important? Or why did I fall for this gaslighting and didn't trust my own judgment when I was surrounded by lies and deceit? So we work upon that and we do a lot of discussion and then healing your inner core. And that's where I do a lot of guided meditation where okay. we sit together because being mindful is important now because your mind is flighty. You're thinking of a hundred things. You need to bring your mind back and you need to trust your gut. That's sixth sense. You know, everybody sits there and be like, oh, shoot, I should listen to my gut. And I didn't. And I was always right. And that's so important. Listen to your wow. gut. Listen to your inner feelings. Listen to your inner core. Follow it and become strong from inside, you know, to conquer anything that comes your way. 
And so we do a lot of guided meditation, and then I do a lot of Reiki, which is energy work, um, which is balancing your energies, your challenges within yourself through chakras. Um, so there's, there's seven different chakras, I mean, different aspects of it for self-confidence and love and it's we know it as ourselves with our inner into it you know um nobody taught us when we get hurt you know the first thing we do when we get hurt is we touch our heart and we're like oh i'm wow. hurt mm-hmm, we touch mm-hmm. our heart i don't think anybody taught us that our heart right. is love <laughs> you know our heart <laughs> is just a physical organ that transports uh-huh. blood from one side of the body to the other, you know? It has uh-huh. absolutely nothing to do with emotion of love. But we know it. Why? Because that's your heart chakra. So this is how we have different energy points and certain blockages, and we need to reprogram ourselves to open ourselves again for loving, for healing, for forgiveness, forgiveness wow. of yourself, mm-hmm. forgiveness of the other person, and not expecting validation from them, you know? Being okay with, I forgive for what you did to me because I need to make peace with myself. Wow. Because I forgive myself for allowing this to happen because I was thinking for the better and the higher goodness of our relationship. So it's important to bring that all together with energy work, Reiki healing, meditation. Um, I use a lot of emotional freedom techniques. Those are tapping techniques that we use on different yes. acupressure points. Um, there's many modalities, um, but we always cultivate it towards your specific healing because everybody has different healings, different issues of why. And once you bring that confidence back, and so once you bring that inner core, the, 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 the peace and the miracle that I see in my client's face, the happiness, the forgiveness, the love, the... The, the zest for life and the feeling of nothing is impossible. You know, I got this. Yes. And yes. you bring out that positive vibration, you become mm-hmm. positive, you become happy. And guess what? When you're positive and you're vibrating that kind of energy level, mm-hmm. that's what you draw into your life. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You mentioned that complete separation is important, and I would 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 uh, think that vitally important if one is to start the journey of healing because one risk toxicity. Right. Or, um, you know, going back into that situation, because I'm thinking it would be very challenging to learn to start trusting yourself again, to trust right. your gut again after this. And it sounds like that's a big, big piece of this um, healing process, learning to trust your gut. Yep. Learning to trust your gut and learning that you are enough. Mm, okay. Are so enough. what are one or two, what are one or two things that people can do to start that process of trusting themselves again. That, that's huge. After we've, been, after we've been accustomed to making independent decisions, great judgment, suddenly we're cast into this abyss, you know, this downward spiral where our ego has taken a huge hit. We're in a thousand pieces. We come to your office, and of course, um, through this integrative therapy, you're able to, in transformational healing, we're, you're able to pull us back together. But I'm thinking when we leave your office, there is more work to do. So what are one or two things that perhaps we can do to learn to trust ourselves when we're not with you? What can we do? So the main thing is understanding the point of forgiving yourself, right? Okay. So we come to that. That's a, to set you off towards your own pattern, right? It's mm-hmm. forgiving yourself, accepting the situation, and then when you are home, 
biggest thing, taking deep breaths, relaxing yourself, connecting yourself towards positive energy, positive thinking, and meditation. You won't believe it. Okay. If we can't control our mind, how can we control anything? Uh-huh. That's big. <laughs> exactly. You can't I always say that to my clients. They're like, oh, when I'm driving, when I'm driving, I'm like, what are you thinking when you're driving? Oh, I'm thinking about picking up milk, making dinner, paying some bills. And I said, so do you even know how you got home? Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. I don't. Uh-huh. And I uh-huh. said, would you think that's normal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. all do it because that's how we function. That's how we facilitate our needs and, you know, make our families work or, you know, whatever we need to do, but that's not okay. okay. Why aren't we driving and looking at the birds? Why aren't we driving and enjoying the moment of peace and love and your surroundings? So controlling and, our minds. Right. Controlling you know, it's our controlling minds. your mind. And okay. when you bring upon that peace and with meditation, you become more mindful you look mm-hmm. at the world different. You look at yourself different because you're living the moment. Wow. Thank you so much, Dr. Babu. Tell us in, these last, uh, in the last minute or so, how can people contact you? Um, you can reach me. Um, I have my website, which is www.bindubabu.com. That's B-I-N-D-U-B-A-B-U.com. You can mm-hmm. reach me at my email at bindu at bindubabu.com. You can call me at 646-580-2176. All appointments and schedules you can do online. And um, I have an office in Bayside, Queens, New York, as well as a home studio in Merrick, Long Island. Okay. Okay. Um, I have you know, all appointments and scheduling, but I take clients on commitment. Okay. Um, it's very important because I'm a firm believer of a positive outcome. So well, we're going to have all of be committed. We'll, ha- we'll have all of your information on, up on the website as we pr- we continue to promote this. Thank you guys. We're all out of time for this segment. We hope that we have said something that will help ignite your healing journey. Thank you for joining us on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and Dr. Bindu Baibu. As as I always say, take a little time to laugh a little loudly, love a little deeply. We love you guys. Take care. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Dr. Faith Brown hopes to speak to you again next week. And remember to always make time to laugh and love.